Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Parker Imrel. And I'm Rodney Farrell. And this is The Conversation Station. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about NFTs and everything in between. Where do you want to start? Man, well, let's talk about this first. Uh, this is your first episode. I hear this is your first episode. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Nice. Nice. Dude, well, is... I, I just want to say I'm excited. I'm excited to be on. Um, to be on here uh, to, you know, have uh, have you take a vision or idea and turn it into reality. And, that, and this is it. Yeah. Happy to be a part of it. It's cool. I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, so do you want to just tell the audience a bit about yourself so they know that I'm not just talking to some Jeff I met on the side of the road? <laughs> yeah, let me do that. I, I, I think that I, that I give the uh, audience a little bit of light. Um, Rodney Farrell, like, like we said in the uh, beginning, I am a serial entrepreneur, um, individual who originated from uh, Los Angeles, then moved up to Northern California uh, at an early age, I would say about 10. Um, went to uh, high school in Vacaville, went to college at Sac State, been in Sacramento since uh, 1999. Uh, decided to stay after I got into the uh, mortgage business. Um, purchased my first property when I was, uh, I don't know, I think I was like 24, um, something like that. Yeah, 24. And I decided to stay because the career was, uh, was, was nice for me in the real estate industry. Um, I, and then after 2008, I, you know, the economy took a big crash. I jumped into different industries, um, you know, as an entrepreneur does and, you know, started understanding business more, started understanding myself more and started um, really understanding what it is that I, I truly wanted to do, uh, which is invest in people and invest in businesses and be a part of the growth of those enterprises. And, you know, fast forwarding to today, um, you know, I have quite a few organizations that I'm involved with uh, from a board level perspective, CEO level perspective, a um, lot of decision-making, a lot of, um, strategies and a lot of fires that need to be put out um, by being an entrepreneur. But I'm excited every day because I do something every day that I love to do, which is, uh, you know, help people work with, uh, you know, work on projects that I like and I enjoy. That's always exciting. And uh, it's a constant journey of getting rich. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's that I mean, definitely helps. Yeah, uh, I think we, you know, and I, I, I'll leave with this. I think we are all born rich. Uh, we have to um, unlearn and um, unlearn certain things and learn uh, who we are as humans and just focus on being great and contributing. So, yeah, that's 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 what I'm about. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I got to say, I mean, everybody watching this guy's awesome. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else I can say, but like, uh, I guess I got to tell you guys about me. I mean, yes, sir. I mean, you, you can't have a podcast without knowing the host. So yeah. um, my name is Parker. I'm 14 years old and I love doing video work and I've started doing client work more recently. But then very recently, uh, I started with the idea of wanting to do a podcast and then um kind of fell fell out a little bit 
But then I decided, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. And this is the first episode and we'll see where it takes us. Nice. 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 I got, I'm, I'm going to have some questions for you too, for the audience. Cause uh, you know, I appreciate what you said about me, but you are awesome. I, I think uh, I actually did a social media post I did on my story and I, I talked about the conversation station that I'm going to be on a, a podcast uh, with a partner of mine. I, I called you a young genius on there on the story. And I said, be on the lookout for conversation station because, you know, not many people uh, in life, man, over time, just do what they say they're going to do. And you are someone who has just executed, right? You make a decision to do something and you just do it, right? You don't, there's no like, hey, man, I don't know. I'm just, you just make it happen. You try it and you do it until you learn it or you just say, hey, this is, this is for me or it's not for me. So those yeah. are awesome traits that you have. Yeah, this, yeah. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I'm going to start off with the question of, do you think NFTs are the future? And just touching on that a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I will. I, I, I do 100%. I think NFTs are the future. Um, you know, and let me just preface this. I'm not the uh, end all be all. I, I would say I am still in a learning phase of just understanding uh, just life in general, but I do my best to research and, and learn and grow and dive into it. Um, the thing that I've, I really appreciate about NFTs and the reason why I believe it is the future, because it's just say another layer of intellectual property. It's another layer of intelligent design of art, of, of ideas that we now have the ability to acquire and to own a piece of someone's creative uh, genius. And that creative genius can now be protected uh, inside of the blockchain and it could have a very uh, significant record. Yeah. Uh, if we, you know, right? Yeah, because I, think, and I the... think I would like you to say, really okay, I'm going to cut you off, but I really would like you to actually tell people what an NFT is. And when you hold on, hold on, before I do that, <laughs> let me put this on, I'm going to put it on a, a speaker here. Um, but I want to say this, just guys, on my end, I'm here with uh, Parker, Parker Imro, and we're on the conversation station. He's going to explain what um, an NFT is, because when he told me the other day, uh, when I was at his house, and I thought it was just genius and simplistic, and I think uh, more of the world needs to hear you say it. Okay, so well, what I told you, Rodney, is I think the big misconception is people get People get all antsy and they're like, oh no, everything's, the world's going to fall down because of this NFT thing that I've never heard of. It like, it's, it's like with everything new, I mean, people were scared of the internet and they still are. So I think really all an NFT is, is it's an extra step of verification. Like let's say, and it allows you to retain property of digital. Like if you bought like a skin in a video game. You just gave your money to Epic and you're not, you're not going to see any returns on that, but let's say you gave your money to Epic, but they give you an NFT that's linked to that very specific character and your character has a couple of traits no other character has. Now you can retain some of that value and who knows you get one that someone wants. Now you can go sell the skin you spent $5 on for a hundred bucks. And even besides that, anything else that 
is bought online or sold online, digital current, digital anything, can, an NFT can be used to verify that so that you know who truly owns the property so that it's a lot harder for someone to steal someone's work or their property. Love it. Love it. Genius. That's, that's, why, I'm, that's why I'm happy you shared that. I'm, I'm glad I captured that too. I mean, I know we got this recorded, but I needed to have that yeah. right now. <laughs> right on. Right on. So, yeah. yeah. I love it, man. I love what you're saying. I mean, I think it does. It allows us to, to double down on equity. It allows us to all get a little piece of ownership. Um, and, you know, it, it, it diversifies the, you know, uh, the capital ownership of things as well, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm always, you know, what's the funny man, Parker? I'm always excited for the future. I have this thing I always say, it's called link towards the future because people don't realize that we have the ability to stack wisdom on top of each other. So how we did things, you know, 20 years ago, um, you know, today they're much faster and better, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you look at that and like, I even look at the laptop I bought three years ago. I was like, this is the be all end all greatest piece of technology I ever owned. Then I got a good PC and it's just, it changes everything because like the computer is faster. And even in the past couple years, I mean, the newest CPU, which is only one year, like one year older than the one I got. Now it makes the one I got seem like, seem a lot lower spec, though it's still high up there. Everything is only gonna get faster and better, but along that there's gonna be some hiccups and things are gonna go bad. But eventually you look throughout history, we're gonna bounce back if things go bad and if things, and things have to get worse for things to get better. So if, if we make yeah. a big jump in technology, like whenever like a new operating system releases, that's why it's called the bleeding edge of tech is because it's gonna hurt for a little bit because it's not fully optimized. But once it get op gets optimized, you're like, why the heck didn't we have this yesterday? Exactly. Exactly. Oh man. They just need to listen to Parker. That's it. That's why. That's all it is. You need more conversation station. That's that's <laughs> what I'm gonna say. That's another drop. <laughs> and the world needs more conversation station. Awesome. Awesome. So, so um go ahead. My next thing I wanted to ask you, because yes. I mean it's pretty controversial right now. What's your opinion on meta or the metaverse as as they're calling it? Is it is it Zuckerberg's next big attempt to wipe out humanity? Or is it all <laughs> um cuddly bears just giving us hugs? Um I mean I, I think that if I was let me just say what I think about the what I think about the meta. I think it's a you know, the, the hype is crazy right now. And I think that's a, it's, you know, how they're doing it. It's a genius marketing strategy, one. So I, I also like to credit things from that perspective of awareness, right, and reach. Um, secondly, I think that, you know, where you can always find something bad about something, you can always find something good about it. So my perspective when I see things because uh, I, I don't do dinner meetings with Mark Zuckerberg, right? So I don't really know. I don't know the guy like that, right? So for me to, you know, I don't, to, I don't typically like to jump into somebody's brain that I don't really have dinner conversations with or depth conversations with, because um, really I, I have no idea. But all I can do is from a speculation aspect of what the person has said in their keynotes, um, 
the thing that I do see is, yeah, they are investing in the future and they're putting tens of billions of dollars um, into um, where they see us eventually going, which is we are right now inside of a platform, digital platform. We're inside of Zoom in this very moment and we can experience and see each other right now. So if you just take everything that we're doing currently and you take it a step further, yeah, we could literally it's... be at a retreat. We, we, you know what I mean? We're at this destination, this virtual destination together, exploring something like we go to a, a place and it's happened to be in Africa, but we're literally at home and we literally are exploring that place and learning. We're having the same conversation, but we're now going to that, that particular village. We're learning about the culture. We're, we're diving deep. And it's, these are all things that can be done virtually. So we can all be there as a group and experiencing virtually prior to us going physically. I'm not saying that because I think that there's always, you know, when you look at the, the planes of where we're at, spiritual, mental, and physical, you're going to have to do some physical attributes. So I don't think people are yeah. saying, you know, hey, you're going to be, now humans are not going to be active as they are. Well, so, so we have to take responsibility to be active. Like, like I'm not, <laughs> you know what I mean? So because they created the Oculus and, and now there's things to do inside of the metaverse consistently, like now we're, they're going to take us off the map of not doing things. I mean, that's where the human responsibility has to come into play as well. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, I think it's a creation of, and that's what they're asking for, right? It's like, it's like asking for more human creation inside of where we're already going. I mean, I've already have, you know, with our company Mentors Collective, which is, a, you know, a, um, it's basically a talent management organization for NFT artists. And you know, we already have our meetings in the, the, the virtual world, right? We have our NFTs up on the wall. You know, we have our documents that we need to go over. And we're literally all experiencing the documents yeah. inside of a place collectively together. And right? I think I think that it being there is great. And it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be just like everything else in life. It's always going to be about balance because how do you balance yeah. not getting so sucked into that world that you forget about the real one? I think what exactly. really, what scares people is they see the movie ready player one. And then they're like, that's where we're going. We're yeah. just going to live there. And then we're never going to see anybody in real life, <laughs> but that's not practical. This isn't some no. action sci-fi film. This is real life right. where, <laughs> Where like, yeah. what? look at it from a different perspective where you got kids spending their entire day using just their hand, their two hands, playing video games for 10 hours a day. But, you, but you take that into something like, like an Oculus. Like I was at my friend's house the other day playing Oculus. I yep. got, oh, so it was just as fun. I enjoyed it more than sitting here on my computer doing it, but I actually got a workout in from doing these boxing games and these sports games. It actually That's stimulates right. you. You actually have to move. So, so although yes. it can scare people, it's better than what people are doing right now. It's, it's an improvement and it's nothing more or less. It's just an improvement to something already there. And I think once people catch on to that, their opinions on this, on, um, meta will change. I think it would be really cool to be like, like have all these <laughs> venues and just being able to go there and check them out. And like, you're showing your house. Well, right. why don't, people can just walk over there in the metaverse, check it out, you know, yeah. have a little yeah. thing where they can write down that they're interested in. And yeah. it's, I mean, change my mind. Tell me that this isn't a good thing. I mean, I don't trust Zuckerberg with it because 
I don't think he's going to do great anything great for our privacy, but like the metaverse is going to be great. I mean, yeah. like it's going to be fun because instead of feeling like we're going through a screen, we could be sitting in, I don't know, freaking Bali, just at like um, some crazy temple having this conversation. Exactly. Exactly. No, 100%. 100%. And I, I, I don't think that complete and total virtual reality is the future. What I think is really the future is going to be um, AR, which I don't remember the exact name for. I think it's something reality. It's augmented reality, which means yeah. adding on to your physical environment. So you can exactly. see your physical environment, but it's adding on to it. So it's almost like yeah. it's like if you were to play a game like Beat Saber, because I'm guessing a lot of you know what that is. But instead of just being fully in the virtual world, now uh, randomly along your wall, a hole gets blasted and then the blocks start flying in. So you're still in reality and you can still interact with your stuff. But then being able to have your virtual documents in front of you and being yeah. able to have your virtual pen and being able to write it down but then it's instantly saved to the cloud people already do that with ipads but it's exactly. just another step in that direction just another step there you go so i would I, I would add to what you're saying and say hey we are already there like literally if if like, to take take what you said with video games uh people will spend hours and hours and hours on instagram or any social platform that's those are digital platforms so that means you are experiencing uh, human interaction and engagement literally through a digital platform. So you already are there. It's, this is just this is saying, hey, let's go a step further. Now let's say you, you, see, you, you, you see a post and your friends are at a concert and you see that and all of a sudden you click and now you can actually experience that same concert. And, and, there's, a and v, there's a VR attribute to it's that. Another, it's concert. another business opportunity because now, yes. now, now they can charge like 500, 600, $1,000 for tickets. But then if someone wants to experience virt it virtually, it's only 30 bucks to be there virtually. And so, and, and now you can just drop in in the middle of the concert. You're like, Ooh, I really want to see this. Like I totally forgot that this was happening. And it's exactly. not, it's never the, the thing that I think scares people is they're like, it's going to be the same as being there live. No matter how good our technology gets, because yeah. we're so used to reality, it will never get there. Right. It will never right. get there. We will never get to the matrix. I don't think yeah. we'll get to the matrix because I mean, you just look at our technology and it's going to get close, but you'll always be able to tell because VR games right now don't look like reality. You, you know, you're right. not in reality. Right. So yeah. they're going to get better and they're going to get to the point of some good CGI, but even with good computer generated imagery, if you really want to, you can just look at it and be like, something isn't right. Like, right. Like, like the Jurassic Park movie still looks better than the new Jurassic worlds. And it's not because lack of VFX. It's because something doesn't look right because they used an actual miniature in Jurassic Park and just use right. CGI. So you can tell the little bit that something's off. And even just in life, when you're being watched, when someone's looking at you and you don't even know they're looking at you, you can tell something is off. So tell yeah. me how when you're in a completely virtual environment, you're not gonna know something's off. <laughs> also, just touch your face and then you'll know. Yeah. Unless, uh, unless Elon Musk hacks us with those neural links. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I think, you know, as uh, it's, it's, it's just fear of the unknown. 
you know what I mean? And that's, that's, that's what it is, but you still have to be, you know, talk about uh, personal development. You still have to uh, be self-aware. You still have to take your time to learn and grow and, and know what you can handle and what you can't handle, you know? So I think that we, you know, as humans, we still need to zone in on personal responsibility, right? Like just, you know, yeah, there's going to be technology and things that, you know, we utilize as an advancement. Like for an example, some people can look at the cell phone and be like, man, this is a major, major distraction of life, right? Some people can look at this and say, this is a beautiful tool of life. It's and all I, about I, how I, I you use it. hundred percent. I use this example when I said, you know, you can use a hammer to kill people or you can use a hammer to build houses dreams right that's the same way you can utilize money same way you can utilize your mobile device so it's the same way you can utilize responsibility uh, exactly right so there's food everywhere you can you can choose to eat food that's going to be great for the nourishment of your body and help you continuously grow or you can just eat a bunch of bs and then all of a sudden it it, it literally kills you faster yeah right it, it takes you off faster so you know that's where the again the, the, the personal responsibility needs to also come into play. Well, yeah, I think that that's, again, like, I think that's another thing that has people scared is they see how they can't control themselves when they're looking at this. How, yeah, they, exactly. they, they don't think they can control themselves when they're looking at this. It's no, like, it's, it's just, people are scared for themselves. And I think all you got to do is have that self-control. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the the piece right there that you just said. That self control, which means again, it comes back. The big part of this comes back to self and taking one hundred percent responsibility of your actions. Why are you doing what you're doing? What are you doing? Right. So, hey, I'm gonna take the Oculus and like you, you say, well, I see this as another stream of revenue, a business opportunity. Hey, instead of now, I, I was able to sell tickets for five hundred bucks for people to be there physically, but now I can I can get this whole side of, of of people who can't fly out to that destination but they could pay thirty dollars to jump in there and and physically be uh you know digitally be there and have a very good experience right yeah so it's a very very good thing and i think it's just gonna come down to how people use it because you look at technology yes. it's it's all about how you use it and yeah, I think that that's a big part of what has people scared because they don't know how they're going to use it. No, not at all. Not at all. They don't, you know, so it's, uh, you know, again, it's kind of like uh, I tell people when they want to invest in NFTs and stuff like that. I'm like, don't break the bank on if, if you're ignorant about something, don't break the bank. Right. You know, test it out and play with it. You know, use some Tahoe money. We call it right. So a weekend at Tahoe, but don't. You don't say, hey, all of a sudden I see something and it looks crazy and I'm going to put all of my eggs in that one basket uh, without doing my personal due diligence, without my personal research and understanding of that thing, right? So, yeah, I, I think people forget about that. Take, you know, take control yeah. of your own mind before you make, make a move. <laughs> yep. So Yeah, that's, that's the key is just not to, just really the key is don't mess it up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Make sure you maximize it correctly. If you, if you don't mess yeah. it up, then you won't have a problem. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so I got, I got, a, I got a question. I got a question for you okay. in terms of the future. What, uh, 
you at your age and, and, and where you're at right now in life, what are some of the major things that you, um, that you think about or you concerned about, or maybe you're like, hey, I need to make sure that I know this in order to go where I want to go? Where, well, where, I think, I mean, that's actually a real tough question, but I think it, I think it really just has to do with virtualization is the future because, yep. because I mean, you even look at it now, now kids like me aren't going home and doing their homework on this. They can get chewed up by their dog. They're doing their homework on this. Once they hit submit, yeah. there's no risk of it being chewed up. And so I think, None. so virtualization is the future. Okay. So no matter, so I think things are just going to get more virtualized, but with that, people are going to get more scared of virtualization. So I think yeah. the biggest thing is know your technology. Don't be that one, that one person at, I don't know, 20 who still can't change their Wi, who still can't like connect to Wi-Fi. Okay. Like, yep. because with the trajectory things are on, things are going to be, it's going to be a lot easier to do things like the simple mundane tasks okay. on yep. technology. Like, and I think another big thing that people are, are gonna have to know, especially okay. for business is what can I do in this industry? Because what's currently happening is factory workers are being replaced with robots. So what your options are, people are like, that's horrible. But meta, metaverse is, but now NFTs are becoming um, an entrepreneurial career. And now right. all these other options are starting up from virtualization. So like now, yeah. now instead of just like, uh, there's a lot of jobs that are completely obsolete, but when a job becomes obsolete, that same technology opens up new ones. Absolutely. So you gotta stay diligent and you can't yeah. just, you can't just be like, Oh no, I can tell this is coming from my industry. Okay. Well then before it gets to you, find something that you can do so that you make more money than your old industry. So if you get there before they before it gets to you, you win. Yeah. One hundred percent. No, I, I I I love that. I love that what you're saying. I mean, you know, I it's 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 again back to leaning towards the future. And one of the things you said that was incredible is be diligent and have a willingness to con con continuously and consistently want to learn um, those things of what is, you know, what is my industry going to look like 10 years from now and start working on that now, right? Where is it going to go? Where are we going? Where's my customers going? What yeah. are my customers utilizing? What value, what value are they consistently saying they need or they want or they desire? And how can I implement that in terms of my industry? Yeah. And then yeah. here's, here's the biggest thing. Like the one thing that will never be replaced by technology or it's 200 years out is creative work. So whatever you can get into that is creative, whether it's a side job yeah. creating necklaces or selling yeah. necklace NFTs on meta for crying out loud, no matter what, there's not a replacement for the human mind being creative. There ding, just ding, ding, isn't. Ding. So find something creative that you enjoy and do it chase it like this is fun this is creative you think that you're gonna get this kind of conversation from ai hello rodney i am no. park ai 
<laughs> that's not interesting it's not no, so just find something creative you enjoy that's it and do it that's it that's when you that's where you need to uh insert the dj noise <laughs> like yes that right there find some creativity you know what i i i i uh i subscribe to the idea of you know uh amateurs compete professionals create um because what you said is unlimited right so our human potential and mind of ideas are like unlimited so it's continuous so you can take any situation you can say hey i'm going to look at this uh, world of nfts or this uh world of uh, augmented reality and just pause for a minute and just think through and then you find something creative to put on top of that or yeah. like you said i'm going to create something inside of this ecosystem that people can utilize as a utility, kind of like we did with the VEC NFTs, right? Hayden said, hey, you need a vehicle if you're gonna be inside of the metaverse, I'm gonna create uh, a spaceship vehicle um, that everyone can utilize. So now it's a utility. How can I create, create, create? So- Well, yeah, that's, that's all these that's big businesses doing. are doing. Well, you know what? Okay, I got, I got my question. What would okay. you tell a younger version of yourself to look out for? <laughs> yourself no <laughs> uh i would say to to look out for it i i, I you know it's funny I, okay okay let me I rephrase the question um if you could if you could give like one piece of knowledge like if you had one one little nugget like maybe not a little nugget maybe like a bar like a gigantic bar of gold but like like if you had one like topic of knowledge you could give a younger version of yourself or just a young person in today's world what would it be uh listen to the youtube of uh napoleon hill think you grow rich constantly uh uh and then i would i would also say uh yeah, I would study that. I would study that book sooner than later, because everything is predicated on the way you think. And when you understand that you have the ability to control your mind and what you consume your mind with, it definitely translates into um, a more fulfilling life. That's what I would say. It's a, yeah, when you can really say, you know what, I'm doing what I, I'm doing what I, I want to do because it has some form of purpose behind it. You know, and sometimes you just have to just, you know, explore, 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 put everything on the table, put everything on the table, uh, kind of like eating, right? So I don't know what I like until I just explore and eat. You, you don't know, know what, what you mean? like till you taste it. Until you taste it, right? So you got to taste those things. You got to get, get it, get busy that way. But I would, I would say sooner than later. Uh, read powerful books like Think and Grow Rich because it will enrich your way of thinking. So when you are tasting things, you kind of have a, a, a guide. You have a, you have a, you have a more traversed palate. Yeah, you got it. 100%. Brilliant. Brilliant way of putting that. 100%. So that's, that's what I would say. So you'd say uh, just... And then have fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, yeah, have fun. Have fun with life. Um, you know, you already know about this, Get, getting yourself a mentor and a tour guide. Um, mentorship earlier is definitely a great move because if, if Parker, if you and I went to a different a country you've never been before, 
we would be like, well, it might make sense to get a tour guide. Yeah, yeah. We, so we, we don't want to go down alleys. We don't like. We don't. We don't want to go to like some random no. place in Africa and like right. say something that gets everybody mad at us and then get beaten up right. by some some like leader of yeah. somewhere. Exactly, and somebody that that's from there could have been like, hey, I could have told you that. Well. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? So you want to avoid you want to avoid those things and get the right so, information in front of yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at it this way. If you get a tour guide when you go to a new new place and you're only there for a couple of days, why don't you have a tour guide for life? Voila. Voila. 100%. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> That's it. Man, conversation station. Ladies and gentlemen, man, yeah, this is uh, this is this is fire. This is what it's about. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a good one. Well, I, I'm excited, man. I I appreciate the opportunity to be your uh, first guest on the Conversation Station. You know, I'm looking, I'm looking, looking out, and I will be excited to promote and share and invite uh, all of the above, man. Yeah, this is um, this has been real fun, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, thank you for kind of pushing me to do this because I was kind of, kind of on the edge thinking about it, not really going for it, and then you just told me do it, and then here we are. And now you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. It just takes away everything by just doing it, right? It's, it's so funny because it's like because even me, right? I I say, hey, I need to go ahead and explore and get on more podcasts, and by helping you do something, I end up doing something. And that's a phrase I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave with this. If you help enough people get what they want out of life, you'll get everything you want out of life. So, you know, it kind of goes together. There it is. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Thanks, Thanks guys for watching the show. I just finished talking to Rodney Farrell and this has been the conversation station.